0: Oh, hey. You're here. Welcome. I didn't see you come in. Um, it's Rob. And Keith. And today on Talk About Those Generations, we are talking about uh, those, those young genius children and their science fiction conquests. Uh, it's a study of Ender's Universe on Talk About Those Generations.
1: Before we get into that, do we want to tell them about our
0: recent... Technical difficulties. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I don't know if I can handle it. I don't know if I can relive that shit. <laughs> yeah. So we've lost uh at least two sessions, I think three sessions in the past week, week and a half tops. Uh been trying to get the the mics and the what mixer and one and because we
1: lost I think three or four that one night.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we we lost we lost probably about four or five hours worth of because we kept fucking trying and it would just yeah. delete it. Yep. Um, yeah. Um, so yes, we've lost about I would say a, a safe eight hours of podcasting. Um, which is like what two episodes really if we're really being honest. Um, but the thing that sucks
1: is it was good, interesting back and forth stuff. We hit some cool topics. Uh, went down some cool fucking rabbit holes. And it's gone. We can't do it. We can't redo it. Yeah. This shit's not scripted. (coughs) If we tried to. We're not
0: one of those scripted podcasts.
1: Yeah. If we tried to fucking rehash that same argument, at least so soon, I think it would come off as phony.
0: It it would not not necessarily just phony in so much as it would be boring. Because we would be like trying to get that. And like, it would be rote and just like. We wouldn't be in it because we're trying to make sure we cover all the same bases we did and retrace right. our steps. Uh, no. <clears throat> but if we give it some time, then maybe, yeah. you know what I mean, yeah. add that passion to it again. I think and- our shutdown episode's done. I think by the time that's fresh enough to talk about again, it, it won't
1: hopefully yeah. it'll, be, it'll over. be over. Yeah, I know it's
0: yeah. or or it's gonna be time to start talking about another fucking conversation. Like we don't even have a government anymore. Like let's fucking well
1: in our fucking um, the, la- the so the last episode we recorded was we were talking about the government shutdown. Um, so you know if we ever redid that, obviously it would be irrelevant. Or you know so far in the
0: future that it would be boring and old news. It would also be irrelevant because we'd be in the middle of a revolution. Right. we go more than fucking six months without a government. like.
1: <laughs> and then the other one we did was a little mini episode where we uh, talked about with JT that we reviewed the trailer for Spider-Man. Yep. Which was fucking I really thought was a really fun fucking episode right because that's a fun I,
0: thing it was I totally upbeat. forgot all about that whole fucking segment and we did That was such a fucking
1: bummer because again I think it was only my second time watching the trailer. It was JT's first. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many times you'd watched it, so it was still pretty fresh yeah, I think and new. Yeah, it was my
0: third time seeing it.
1: Yeah, so it was a fresh and new response, right? How do you fucking relive that?
0: Right, and we were how all come, we catch? were all like sparking off of each other's, like, oh, that that's a good idea. Now I have this theory. Oh, that reminds me of this thing I read in this comic. I have this theory now. Yep. What if it's this flavor on that that same twist? But what if they did it this way? Ah. Yeah
1: yeah we were making predictions about that the movie all kinds of shit it was uh it was fun um definitely gonna have more of those actually right?
0: I think we should make that even a segment in the show we just we pick maybe uh, uh one trailer a week and we just we do a review on sure. it real quick in the middle of the show
1: I don't know if it would be a weekly thing so much as, whenever whenever yeah, we uh,
0: get our interest peaked um well yeah whenever there's a movie
1: that we think is interesting enough that we could you know what I mean that we both have an opinion on it.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because yeah.
1: there's some movies where it's like, I don't give a fuck. I, you know what I mean? I have nothing to say about that. I'll never watch that movie. you know. I think
0: that's cool because then I think the people would get to know us a little bit more based on just the trailers we choose to review. Right. Because then it's like, people might not think that I'm a Pokemon dude, but when that Pokemon I Choose You trailer comes out, <laughs> I'm putting that on the shopping block. That's my nomination for that weekly episode. <laughs> you, you know,
1: uh, me and Eric used to write... Um, a movie review blog. Really? Yeah.
0: I did not know that.
1: Yeah. Um. And I don't know if anybody really ever fucking followed. I don't know. Like, I didn't pay attention to any of that shit. I think Eric put it on, like, his page of something. You know, this was back before Facebook and all that shit.
0: Right. His uh,
1: website? Huh? His website? So, yeah, something. I don't know. But, but it was, I think that's what it was, is he got a website for it. And it was uh, Meat and Balls. Uh, movie review <laughs> and we'd like see the movie and he'd write his and I'd write mine and we'd put it on there um I kind of forgot about that until we just started talking about that That's awesome. yeah it was really fucking cool I'm gonna have I'm gonna fucking send him a text tomorrow <laughs> just hey remember <laughs> I remember meeting balls <laughs> right It'd be funny to see if he still had it. Just send me a picture oh, of what we wrote.
0: That would be awesome. Oh, God, that would be fucking So I could fun. totally picture you guys just, like, I'm sure it wasn't, like, uh, you guys weren't, like, armchair critiques, like, really taking it super serious. Like, you guys were probably ripping on every, even the movies you liked were probably giving a bunch of shit to the movies.
1: Yeah, I think we, Yeah, I think we were making fun of it, but at the same time, like, we were being funny, but then at the same time, I think we were really trying to, like, Really get, do a good review of the movie Because this is where we were writing the script and shit too You know what I mean? So we were really kind of Into that whole thing You know what right. I mean? Like Like, fuck it it'd be cool, You know I didn't tell you I started the script for the zombie movie
0: Really? So we're going to have like Product for When we want to start Kickstarting We can Well hold on, hold on Do you want to start like, with a script? Not even a page I Are mean. you starting Are you doing like a skeleton Well <clears throat> yeah, so it's like act structure, then we storyboard, and then we script.
1: So what I, <clears throat> what I'm doing is kind of writing out how I'm picturing it in my head. Um, and I, it, so when I say script, yeah, I'm kind of going in that format, but it's just ideas that I want to and, and ideas in the order that I'm seeing them. Okay, so I can show it to you and say, look, and then. Like, so, even for the people, I say person one says, you know, you know what I mean? So, I not even named who the people, none of that shit. Right. It's just, like, uh, I'm trying to convey, so like, it says, oh, fuck, dude, you look like shit. Doesn't have to be those words, but kind of convey that, that message type of, type of right. thing. And if it doesn't, you know, if it, it, but even, you know, still, if you don't like it, we throw it out, change it, whatever, right? It's just kind of, I'm doing it as a placeholder, so I don't kind of forget. Right. Um, And just kind of see where it goes. I was going to fucking bring it, but I didn't print it out. It was on my work laptop, and it's only like a fucking, I don't even think it's a page, so it's not a lot. Right. But, so, we'll see. <coughs> oh, I was thinking about that, and I think we talked about this Maybe not
0: webisodes. Webisodes of what? Of the zombie. Oh, oh. Um. Here, are we gonna film? How are we releasing these? Are we just filming everything up front and then? Because well, it depends. It's taking place over like their. I don't. I don't really give any plot points away. I just didn't think that we were telling. Um. A saga like that, I thought it was like more finite time period of like this.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but but, and when I'm saying webisode, I'm not saying like thirty minutes sections. I'm saying like mini, right? Three minutes episodes.
0: Okay. Right, because but we still we record everything and we do it, and then we just we publish it in pieces. We could.
1: Or well, I think I sent you this in text the other the other day we could also potentially something that, it was an idea I had that I wanted to see what you thought of in um uh, j t and everybody um one of the things that we could do as we're making them maybe as a, a patreon thing is they can we you know what I mean say hey, what episode ends here should Keith try to run to the, you know, the, that car and pull that person out and, and, and try to help them or just close the door and leave behind, not get involved or, or whatever, or run down and lure those zombies. You know what I mean? And then that fucking people vote on it. Choose your own adventure kind of but but not not like for everything you know what i mean just maybe one thing here or there and maybe one thing in episode so like at the end of or, the episode
0: or whatever yeah
1: or maybe not even every episode maybe every where it f- makes sense it, we'd have to kind of play with it and see how yeah it we'd went. have
0: to we have to toy with it try to get like the frequency cuz then like if we if we don't have anything prepped like anything ready to publish then when we vote then we have to Right and like then we have to start production on the next episode yeah. and then we will easily fall behind. So like I think maybe at the end of the season, like at a crucial point, um, rather than deciding where it goes next season, we let the audience be. like, Okay, so this is the first season. What do you want? To, like, what do you want to see after that scene? We set up a cliffhanger. What do you? What do you want to come out of that? We l- we let them vote, and then it gives us time. They they're already expecting to wait till season two. Whereas if we drop it in the middle of the season then it's a hold up because we can't keep writing because we don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Or yeah. it's for minor stuff that doesn't really matter enough to affect the episode anyway, and at that point, why do it? Because no, they're going to know that their vote doesn't impact the narrative. It'll just be, oh, a cool scene.
1: Yeah, no, and that's, and that's valid. And, and that, I was thinking that was one of the things I think I had asked you or I wanted to ask you when we talked about it. I can't remember if I actually um, texted you all this stuff or just had... Thought, hey, I gotta talk to you about all this stuff, right? So, um, that was one of my things, too, was that, if does that give us enough time to record it? You know what I mean? The next... But that's why I was thinking, a a mini's two, three minutes. It'd be easier. That's true. But, I don't know, if we're going on a weekly basis, that's still kind of a time crunch. Oh, yeah. Because three minutes on on an episode could be fucking three hours of us
0: recording it. Are oh ever... no doubt, yeah. If we're if we're putting out a three minute episode, um, I, I mean, I bet that's going to be probably It's probably eight hours of work as far as like, and and it, it kind of depends on how we wanted to produce this. If we wanted to make it um, feel like The Walking Dead, it would it'd probably take like a full good eight hours. But if we wanted to make it feel like maybe Shaun of the Dead. Uh, I think it could go a lot smoother and maybe just have that more light-hearted, comedic improv-type feel. And we kind of know... Like, we go in with our characters' motivations, kind of like a D&D thing, where we go in with our yeah. character motivations, and we kind of just let the scene go out, and everyone's on board that, at the end of the scene, we have to be at X. Like, right. we have to get to there, and let's just get there. And maybe we shoot it a couple times... Cracking different jokes, trying the pacing out, and then we roll with it that way. But yeah. if we want to script it and make it a drama and kind of feel more gritty and dark, that's, that's going to take more time and work and prep.
1: <clears throat> no, and I agree. And those were all questions I had too, right? Because do we fucking want to have it scripted out um, or do we want to improv? I like both ideas. Right. Originally, I was really just thinking improv. But then over our last conversations, I, I can't remember, I think JT said something about a script or something which made me think, oh, maybe you guys would want it more defined. Um, but we don't have to have it to where, and Keith says A, B, C, and then Rob responds right. X, Y, Z. We can just say, like you said, this is the scene, this is the issue, or the what's ha- you know this is what's happening, and this is at the end of the scene where you need to be. Right. Whether that's, on a decision or a physical location or whatever, you need to be at that X mark. Yeah.
0: And I think the blocking could get done with like super minimal effort before the scene where we get there and like say the the sets the living room, right? And it's like, okay, we don't have to script it out, but it's like we we don't want to just necessarily be floundering around improving for like seven minutes until one of us like throws the right hook out there so we can crawl and get to the the point so it's like okay at some point say um you're playing like the cowboy character so at some point you're um you're you're cleaning your guns and it goes off and that's the noise that causes we know that at the end of this something will happen and it'll draw the zombie attention let's just have it be that so for this scene while you're doing your dialogue you're fucking cleaning your gun and that's that the accident that whatever right right so we do like we do minimal scripting or okay we know that someone needs to find this paper rather than just oh improv 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 beeline towards the desk and then oh here's the thing like let's decide who's gonna find it let's maybe let's just riff for two or three minutes until you find it and then let's make it look a little organic and do it a couple times yep
1: I I, I like that I really like that idea um the the scary part is. How many times can we do that before it's not, you know what I mean? Before it becomes, dry like you know what I mean. If we have to do the same scene four times,
0: you know, you know what I, I mean. I mean that's honestly that's can we still into, make it sound as
1: fun? I guess over and over.
0: We're gonna run into that problem, with any genre that we're trying to go for. If we're going for dark, like can we make it that dramatic every time without overdoing it making it cheesy?
1: No, yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying that uh, so much I'm saying the, um Well, I guess we'll have it recorded anyway. Because so, I was thinking we'll lose the maybe lose the verbiage of the lines. Or it's like, oh, that was a good fucking line. I really want that in there. Oh. You know what I mean? So I want to make sure I restate that line. That's what you're saying. Or like, are we going to improv it each time? Because if we improv the same thing four different times, it can go in four completely different directions. Okay. So so do we want to guideline which direction it's kind of going or even um, say, okay, here's you guys are talking about, you know, um, going, you know, just packing up and trying to go out into the woods, right? JT, you're all for it, right? Rob, you're like, fuck that, you know, why would we risk it? You know, we have plenty of water here, we're safe, we don't even have a car. Right. And, you know, Keith, you're fucking, like, I don't know, whatever. You're sick. You're fucking, you know what I mean? You're, like, uh, crying in the corner. Kid. Right. You, can't, you know what I mean? You PTSD'd out. Whatever, right? Like, um, <clears throat> but then you kind of know what, you know, your motivation and your, your uh, track is for that particular scene. You know what I mean? No, I and and be- then you also know what the end is. Right, the you fake the middle, improv the improv.
0: Right, and I think it's going to be a mix of both. Where we we're trying new stuff out every scene, but over the course of the takes, we we make the final scene by taking what we like over a couple of improvs. and then melding it together into a scene.
1: That's valid
0: because, like, I was watching this thing. It was uh, Robin Williams on Sesame Street, and it was like an outtake reel that he it, he was, and it was basically like he was giving a stick to Elmo like as a present. And he was like, oh, like, this is all the things you can do with a stick. And he just improvised. Well, he, yeah, all right, relax. Did he did he beat somebody with it? <laughs> no. He, he uh, just improvised, like, oh, like, now it's a hockey stick, and you're going down, and, you're, and now it's a trumpet, and now it's a horn, like, just going crazy. And um, over, like, the couple scenes, he didn't reuse everyone, but there were a couple that he seemed to like, and he grabbed them, and he would do those every time, and then, you know, like, four or five that he would put in every time. And then the other ten or fifteen were different every single time, and he was just trying shit out. And then he was like, "I like that." And then he did that, you know, all three times. And then the second one, he's like, "Ooh, that's a good one too," and he used that one also, you know.
1: Right. Yeah. No, I like that. That's a good idea. Yeah, because we'll have to sit there and figure out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like almost. I think that at least the first couple are gonna almost be like uh, uh, claymation. Type of uh, recording when you're recording or still motion, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Where it's gonna be so like, uh, 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 you know what I mean? Because I, I think it's gonna be a little choppy at first. You know what I mean? We're gonna. I, just, I think it's gonna take us a minute and for me anyway. It needs to take me a minute to to be able to
0: yeah do it. And you know what? It might what might help is before as part of the the process and like leading into making these uh rather than just like okay let's brainstorm our characters and then let's start improvising and let's publish episode 1 quick let's fucking brainstorm our characters let's world build and let's do workshops where we can record them for like posterity but like we're not we're not improvising that story yet mm-hmm. we're just getting to know who we're going to be in that story so we could do any old shit we could like we could we could fucking... I would honestly kind of be down for this, and I think it would be fun and a good practice and kind of put us on the spot with, like, little real-life pressure. Uh, just go grab a bite to eat in character. Use the voice. Use the accent. Act like that person, and just grab a quick lunch. Not like a drawn-out dinner where we have to beat this other person for an hour and a half, right. but go spend 30, 40 minutes... The waffle House. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Go, go spend 30, 40 minutes just... Pretending to be this other person in public with these other people that are also pretending to be other people in public, right? Um, and just stretch a little bit, and then when we start improvising, it won't be so choppy because we'll know how that person would act. Right. We did that. We did that in theater. Like before we started rehearsing lines for the play, he would just be like, "Okay, so Rob, you are Count Gregory Askovich, and you are the big bad guy of this village, and you, your family has cursed everyone to be an idiot for their entire lives, but." You gotta get food still So you're at the grocery store What do you do? And he would just put me in a mundane situation He would take me out of this fucking 12th century village Right out of my fucking villain's castle And just drop me at the bank Go make a withdrawal And I would have to act like my guy In this situation And then after a couple weeks of that We started working lines
1: Yeah
0: It was really cool You know,
1: I'm more nervous about This than, than I
0: was about competing in the tournaments Hmm Cause there's no There's no like Concrete method of <clears throat> Like winning or losing Or like You don't know how you're doing
1: Uh No I guess just no The, uh, the, the vul- Vulnerability Of getting into character And yeah. being Artistic To me So the Like When I grew up When I was You know growing up It was always like I don't know Like It just went wasn't super cool to be the guy that danced and the guy... You know what I mean? All that shit. Um, so it's still kind of hard for me, even though I know that's, like, whatever. It's stupid. But it's still... I don't know. There's a, I feel vulnerable when I do that. Like, even D&D, when I try to do the voices for a little bit. And then I get self-conscious of it. And then I'll stop. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know? So it's... I don't know. It, yeah. It's worse than when I was... Went to compete because competing, it's like it's all physical. What could happen? You know what I mean. Right. The worst that can happen is a guy fucking slams on me and beats the hell out of me for five minutes. Whatever you know. I've been in fights before. I've gotten the hell beat out of me. This, you know what I mean. I know what that's, yeah, I know what that's like. Whatever you know. Yeah, right. I mean it's not initially going to be fun if that happened, but not you know, not as um, uh, vulnerable feeling.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that makes sense. I uh, I think I had the benefit when I was little of. Not being cool anyways. So I didn't have to worry about any of that stuff. <laughs> like, it wasn't that I liked dancing that like made me not cool. Like all of a sudden they had to like pull my card. <laughs> like that was not even in the question.
1: Well, I grew up in a bad neighborhood too, you know what I mean? We were poor, we lived in the projects and shit, so it was kind of like a A macho y type of thing too. you know, yeah. you know what I mean? Which again it's fucking stupid and silly. But it's it still impacts me. I still, you know what I mean. Like I can't help it, you know, even knowing. Well, that's fucking dumb. Well, I still feel that way. It's still a fear of mine. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. So from your childhood, is deep. Yeah. Exactly. But, but I mean, I, I, but the thing that's fucking bizarre to me is that I fucking can acknowledge it, and I, you know what I mean. I'm like, well, oh, yeah, no, that's fucked up. But then I like, still like, I go, yeah. Yeah, that's fucked up. Well, are you can change that? Nope, can't do it. Don't know how it well, it's, be like,
0: like, 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 it's, it's like, like yeah. stock characters. It's like every fucking villain from every 80s movie was just like, er. I guess not everyone. All Every 80s comedy, all the villains were just, like, these fucking asshole real estate moguls that just came in with their fucking sweaters around their necks and shit. Like, they would pull up, and their front license plate said, like, hot shit. And the music changed, and then it panned over, and they'd step out of their car, and it was, like, a dress shoe, and you're like, this fucking dick! And you knew what they were doing every time. Like You knew what he was about to say because he had to say something snarky and he had the same attitude in every movie, but you fucking hated him still. It still worked. Like. No. Oh. Yeah, I don't know.
1: So I'm excited for the... Just to do that. So next time we record, I'll bring some papers. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of thinking it like an outline, right? But, I'm, but the template I'm using is kind of like a script template, right? So instead of outlining, you know, person one would say this, I, I kind of go person one says, it's kind of a halfway between script and outline. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's hard to explain. I, I don't have any idea what you're talking about. Yeah, well, like I explained some of the stuff like the opening scene, right? Um, uh, first person. Right? Point of view. Um, Okay. Running, panting, panic, looking around, you know. That's very scripty. Right. And and then it cuts into this other scene, right? Um, But then I think I also have something where it says, uh, person one would say, or person one says, and then puts it instead of, you know, in the script where it's the quotes and the question, and, you know, so it's more... Outline e and again that that it's all like it's all just ideas anyway, like like I think this would be cool, what do you think, and the hope is that it you fucking be like, that, ah, but what if we did this on top or change, you know what I mean, and then we fucking develop it into what it becomes, you know what I mean, right, so I'm just trying to I guess it's just me trying to organize my thoughts in a way that kind of will help me. I don't know I don't want to say pitch it But kind of like Go hey This is Present it Say this is what I was thinking What do you think What should we change What do we add Or do we just trash it all Start from the beginning Right So you're
0: not coming in With like just like Rambling around and like jumping from place to place for twenty minutes, and I'm like, I don't know what this is about, honestly.
1: Yeah, well, and plus, if I have a good idea or whatever, then I can put it in there where I think it would fit Mm -hmm. right, and you know what I mean, because it might not be a good idea over here. So, if it's important, I'll I'll go from
0: like, I'll go from like, just like a mess, like a, a mesh of just shit, basically just cool scenes where I'm like. Oh, I would love to see this, and I'm gonna write that down. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, I would. Lo- this would be awesome to fucking have. And then I'm like, okay, so logically speaking, like he, they probably have to be farther along in the story for this to happen because, this person hates them for killing this person already. Like, right. So it's got to be later. It's got to be later because this person's alive in this scene. So they yeah. can start, you know, kind of do a little bit of that, and then I organize it, more or less, beginning then.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. At some point, that that's what part of that day that, you know what I mean, we sit down, we can start skeleton in it out and everything, or high-level outlining based off of my thoughts, what, what you bring thoughts in, and then your thoughts on my thoughts, and right. GTs, you know what I mean, and just, you know, see where it goes. I think that's kind of a cool way to, to start, because cause then we can, see, you know what I mean, see what the ideas are you know and and see what happens it should be fun
0: i'll be i'll be a female confederate pirate from the renaissance era (laughs) blonde
1: so wait so are you wait are you really gonna play a character like
0: that Probably not. Oh, okay. I was just trying to describe. I was, like, Wait, I was, I was that's like, different. Totally like, different. What costumes do I have? Like, and that's literally. <laughs> uh-huh. I just have Rhiannon's shit piled up in my room.
1: I was I was thinking just regular, today, day and age, just people. Yeah, yeah. Not well, either. us specifically. Well, okay, maybe not Rob and Keith specifically, but father son. You know what I mean? Family, friends.
0: That oh, so we don't get to be cool people. Like, we're I'm stuck with me. I'm me.
1: You're a cool person.
0: I know, but earlier when I said like, I know I said so. Like, say you're the cowboy, so you're over there cleaning your revolver. I want to be the cowboy. <laughs>
1: Well, we can go that route, too, right? Because this is this again, this was just my idea of, you know what I mean, right. to, to come to you guys and say, what do you
0: guys think? No, I think that and makes then, the most sense because our production value is likely to be the best if we shoot it in the modern era because then all of our shit matches our theme. Right. If we try to go, like, Western or anything like that, we have to travel to get good shots. No way. Yeah, and do we hit the budget? Yeah, to, yeah. You know, precautions oh, on... Man. And not even just for that, but just strictly for time alone. The time budget and the money budget to go somewhere yeah. every week to shoot and get enough footage. Better get enough footage, because when we come back to edit, we are not going back to reshoot. Um, and, then, and then come home and edit. Like, goddamn, no way. So... A big part of my premise is
1: um, the way we record it. The, the right. I'm thinking um, pretty grainy and almost Blair Witchy, right? Um, on the cell, like cell phone, and um, the um, what's that other camera that I have the attached to everything? Here? GoPro. The GoPro, shit like that. You know, the little cameras that you kind of stick in the corner. Those type of things. um, And make it kind of a grainy type of... Almost, you're watching it live over the internet. Or like a live broadcast. Or found footage. Or, you know what I mean? And so, the reason I was thinking that... And again, we can... This is my ideas, right? This It's not like... I hope that you guys all express change. If you hate it, tell me, right? I'm not trying to over-push my shit, okay? Um, It's just I've thought about it a lot, so this, you know what I mean? But change whatever you want to change. I'm open. Um, With our production value, cost, money, and all that shit, we could totally do that with the shit we have. Maybe drop another couple hundred bucks on on some extra little cameras or that handheld holdy gyroscope um, thing. Shit like that. And I think it would still be a cool... It wouldn't look cheap because it's cheap. It would look kind of like cheap because it was meant to look like it was like that. You know what I mean? Like we're documenting this, what's happening
0: right now.
1: At the outbreak. Okay. Like, you know okay.
0: what I mean? Take okay. Back. I love this. Now, what about if, if people, if we set this whole thing up and the the, like, the meta premise behind it is that, like, it's almost like found footage, but, like, current. Like... There's a, there's a town, a small town in the United States where everyone speaks English and doesn't have accents, probably somewhere in the Midwest maybe, right? Where this is happening right now and it's media blacked out, it's wiped, it's fucking like deep state erased. They're cut off from the internet, our phones don't work, so that's why we can't fucking, if it's modern day, like how easy would it be to just be like, hey, boom, the phones are out because they're, they're blacking us out and maybe this is, like, some, like, deep web, like, like, this was procured from, like, a hacker who was, like, I have a buddy there, and he, we we always ping, and he doesn't go dark, and he did, and so I fucking did some digging, and their whole shit's dark, and I can't find any articles about that city ever having existed, all the famous people that, like, almost like the... It's like, this isn't real. Obviously, this isn't real, but you can't prove it isn't real because it, the story's telling you that if you try to find out, it, you can't find anything about this place. Um, well, we can have it to
1: where the way it gets out
0: is whoever does the
1: blackout, kind of one of the people, army guy, whatever, is like, I gotta fucking call, my wife's pregnant, whatever kind of shuts down the blackout on just one tower to where he's right there. He can make a call to, real quick to his wife, but the phone's set to automatically upload to the cloud, right? So the videos get uploaded to the cloud in that time automatically so you could be dead alive. Nobody, doesn't matter, right? It can play into any plot, and that's how your hacker friend gets the video to publish to the world. That's how we get to see it.
0: Yeah. Like, that, that was like his... His his gateway like his fucking his yeah skin. he, he he's found like, oh, it oh shit there's yeah. data what the fuck
1: yeah he's he because he's trying to find out what happened to his friend right so he's searching this he's gonna look at the cloud has he uploaded anything lately pictures the, oh there's a picture that gives me indicate where he is and what's
0: going on or a so then he gets in but the, ooh you know what actually I almost like like a digital bubble where like just for plot purposes we can't call out like we can't call like for help or anything. But we can call each other. Like, our phones work. It's perfectly valid. We just can't connect to the internet. And we can only call each other. Because then, like, if one of us gets separated, then we're like, hey, like, shoot each other a quick text or whatever. But then this guy, this hacker, can, like, get inside this bubble through that beacon that the tower. The shoulder shut down. And right. then, like, turn it back off so that like, or maybe, I don't know, he'd probably leave it on. I don't know why he'd shut it off. He's not trying to hide. He's trying to fucking probably broadcast that he's there, right? Like, I don't think he would shut the tower off. Anyways, so um, the the hacker like gets in to the network, so he can get into our fucking uh like our Amazon little home security system. So then like there's shots from like our security cameras where it's just like in some rooms the angle is just up here and it's just us like fucking oh, doing kinda, a scene
1: uh kind of like the paranormal
0: activity yeah except it's night. this hacker trying to be like yo like. This is happening, and the whole premise is like it's this dude exposing all this footage that he's uploading out of this digital bubble Edward, that the government's somehow blacking out.
1: Edward uh, Snowden, it. It doesn't even have to be a hacker. It could be a fucking, uh, well, it could be an ethical hacker that works for the government. And he's like, I'm not getting paid, so fuck it, dude. Secrets out. Well, he's like, fuck, this is going to impact everybody. My family comes from a town like this. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And type of. This isn't
0: right, you know, fucking... Because that is, like, it's super modern day. Like, it's today, as you're watching it, this is actually happening somewhere. You just can't find out about it, except through this hacker.
1: That's fucking pretty... I like that. See, that's... It's way different than what I was... Like, my thing was, but I fucking like
0: that a lot. I think that's a good fucking go. I think it it would help explain kind of a lot of the things (laughs) that we need to have explained in-universe. Well, and plus... um,
1: you know, like you said, we can film here, right? And we can film outside, we can film, you know what I mean, whatever. We just have to be careful not to get other people in it. For one, because they've got to sign waivers or, or all that shit. And two, two, we don't necessarily want to show other survivors. or, or right. You know what I mean? Depending on the scene or, you know what I mean? Should there be a lot of survivors or not? Should there be a lot of zombies? You know what I mean? So, because um, again, I think for ease, and, you know, good production value, um, not showing a lot of people, and kind of trying to indicate, because my thought is, is if the zombie fucking thing spreads some kind of virus, right, or whatever, a lot of the people in the houses and shit are going to be trapped in the houses, or in the cars, you know what I mean, like how many people, how many zombies are going to be out walking on the road? Right. Especially well, a bit we're not, theoretically not in Arizona, but Well, we could do it in Arizona. We could do it in the summertime. Because then nobody. You know what I, you know what I mean? But then it also adds in the uh, ground's hot. You know, what is that gonna do if I you know, if I fall while I'm running or my shoes or um does that impact the does the heat impact the zombies? Does how do we do deal with the water? You know what I mean? Like the all these different yeah. Points in the story that we can go whatever direction,
0: yeah. Like that, we could almost do like, um, not not spin offs, but like, uh, like quick interjected scenes of like this dude's maybe just like running, like just kind of combing the whole bubble of just like, is there any like I'm looking for triggered motion sensors and shit like that. And so, every once in a while, like, there are other survivors like in this. Bubble, we don't know exactly how big it is, but then maybe we just show a scene of, like, um, four or five people, like, coming up to, like, the front door of a house, and the motion sensor triggers, and the camera comes on, and it's just people coming up to the front door of a house, and kind of, like, they've cased the joint, and they're, like, breaking in, and then they just, they walk in, and they're, like, and he's, like, I haven't seen him leave yet, so either they left out the back, or they they haven't left and that's all I found from that and then maybe we never pick that up again and it's just a random just for versimilitude of just like there's other stuff going on in this bubble and I'm trying to figure it out and I'm just giving you everything I can find
1: yeah 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 because it gives all kinds of different story points
0: yeah I like that and I think it's like mysterious and fun enough to where like people will like have like theories and stuff about it and want to like theory craft and talk and interact with it yeah, I like and like it. some crazy, wild conspiracy theorists will think it's fucking real. Right.
1: Yeah, mine was fucking gonna be darker and gritty. it Was my thought. Like, oh, we can get gritty. See, my thought was like, again, it was all for the majority of it was gonna be in the apartment or at my house or wherever, right? So, like, one of us come over. I was thinking me, since I'm not the one that lives here. So I kind of come in, you know, fuck, and I'm, like, fucking freaking out and shit. What's going on? And then it goes from there to where we're basically trapped in here. In the apartment. And trying to, how are we going to survive? What the fuck? Still trying to figure it out. As it's as the outbreak's going on, then, for whatever reason, they get in. So then we get trapped to kind of the room. And I start getting sick, and us. Uh, so and now I'm in the tub. And then, like, they, at some point, break in the door, right? I mean, these doors are fucking cheap. We make a noise or whatever because I'm sick. They break in the door. Now we're trapped in the bath- bathroom. How long can you survive? You know what I mean? This super dark and then, like, end it without, like, knowing what happened. Yeah. Or, yeah that's, I mean.
0: That's, like, yeah.
1: that's. We can do different ones, even. I mean, depending right. Yeah. I mean if the first one's good, make a different fucking I mean, who knows? I mean fucking I love zombie movies, I would make those all the time. Right. I don't care. Fucking
0: We'll but, be like the uh the actors that are at every zombie breakout. These guys go through an awful lot of zombie problems. Anyone ever noticed that?
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. These yeah. guys are
0: at every breakout and every everywhere across the <laughs> country, huh?
1: Oh, it'd be cool if we could somehow work it out where we went to the fucking domes down in Tucson or Apache Junction and
0: domes. Oh, those little UFO, the UFO buildings. Yeah. Are you even allowed to go in there? I thought you weren't allowed in there anymore. You're not.
1: It doesn't stop people from going in, but we couldn't. Film it because you get in trouble, but you can ask permission and maybe they grant permission. Permission. That'd be cool to go. Actually, just like oh, I'd even be willing to pay a little bit. You know what I mean? If 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 they let us do that, if we're at the point, um, where it was coming along, but you know what I mean? I wouldn't. Pay today in the thought that hey we'll make this sometime. i mean, saying if we're actively doing it. We need the location. Right. I threw down a couple bills to see if I can the, use it for an hour. You know. Get it part of the production budget. Right. Tell you what, man. I'll give you two hundred bucks, and your grandkid can be in the fucking movie. Boom. Shake on it, bro. No, no, no. Sign the paper. you want to get him
0: to shake on it first yeah
1: (laughs) then he's obligated to stop yeah i tell you i ever tell you this story about uh photocopy in my hand no (laughs) so i used to work phone sales telemarketing and uh some of the arguments was would sometimes be um uh, you know, I, I don't do business over the phone, I see the person, I'm like, hey, I understand, I get it. I, think that's for me. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh. Um, I get it. Um, I thought you were pantomiming going over to the, <laughs> the photo machine. <coughs> <coughs> yeah,
1: he's, no, I get it, right? I, when I do a deal, I like to be there shake the guy's head, look in the eye, and, you know, and no. He's like, yeah, exactly. I go, well, You know, obviously, I can't do that. I'm, you know, whatever, far away. He goes, Yeah, that's my point. I go, go, But I tell you what, this is what I can do. I will go right now and I will photocopy my hand and I will make sure that gets sent out with your shit. And, you know what I mean? And then it's like a kind of a fucking handshake type of thing, right? Right. That would work sometimes, man. I came up with that myself. That was my own. um, Really? Yeah, yeah. I invented that. I invented that. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I invented it. I <laughs> didn't hear anybody else do that. I thought it up myself. Right. Somebody else, somewhere else may have thought it up I mean, before. That's, that's invention know. still. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, fucking scumbag move, right? Because they, they were ripping people off or whatever. But you know. but I was being creative. They were ripping people off? Yeah. They got busted. It was on TV and everything. Like, <laughs> you remember that? Like, uh... We so yeah. You ask your mom. About Back
0: when I was a kid, watching the news for fucking <laughs> fraud busts? No,
1: I thought I thought I would have thought that we would have, I would have told you or your mom would have told you. So because your mom worked there too. Data pack. Huh. Was it data pack? Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Oh. No, this was. Uh, uh uh I guess I can't say the name on here just in case I don't know <laughs> get in trouble or whatever. But it was a telemarketing place. The the guy was from Vegas, and. um It's where I met your mom. Um, Yeah. Wow. I had moved out here from New Hampshire. And me and Arthur got an apartment. I don't know. A mile away from where this job was. We didn't have a car. So a mile was fucking great. Right? Um, So we got the job there. Uh, That's the job where I... That first day I made a sale, spun the wheel got the twenty bucks, and used that for food mm-hmm. because we were starving and shit um yeah so 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 it was, it was that they they ended up somebody went in undercover the FBI and they had like a suitcase camera thing, and the footage was on there and uh I was at that point a manager there, and uh they had me on there as well um like. Fuck, I don't know, six months, a year after or something. Uh, we were at the swap meet, walking around, and uh, my hair was down. And uh, at work, I always had it in a ponytail. And uh, somebody had said, I heard somebody say, like, Hey, that's one of those bum bum boom, guys. And <laughs> wrecky had recognized me from... The TV spot, and I wasn't, I wasn't the one that was on the spot the most, man, I had, I had some friends that got a lot more of the airtime than I did, because they were doing, they got the training, um, session recorded and everything, because uh, you would go into this room when you first started, and they'd tell you, hey, hard sale, they're gonna say no, but you gotta make the money, right, and they would put, you push for the hard sale, they got that all recorded and shit, and, yeah, yeah and they got busted, because I guess they weren't... Um, sending out the shit they said they were sending out. So...
0: No shit.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a fucking scam anyway, right? They would be like... Look, if you buy... A thousand dollars worth of... Bumper stickers... Um, like, say no to drugs bumper stickers... That you can give out to your community... And blah, 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 blah... Um, you're guaranteed to win... One of these five prizes... Uh, brand new caravan or $25,000 cash. You know, a gold bar, the cash equivalent. Um, a diamond and uh, blue topaz um, pendant. Um, a limited edition uh, Norman Rockwell uh, lithograph, signed lithograph. Um, and then there was another one. I can't remember this one. Those other ones were actual what they were. I remember all these years later. What? Okay. <laughs> the last one I can't remember, but I remember those other ones. Like fucking, those were what they were. Um, and and what what I always thought was, yeah, they they're getting one right, but they're getting that fucking. That lithograph, that's nothing, that's not an original painting or whatever, it's worth 20 bucks, whatever, 10 bucks, 5 bucks, who knows? They'd probably buy a fucking million of them and get them for a dollar a piece. Right. And they these people bought a thousand dollars worth of useless shit, or cleaning supplies, or fucking vitamins, uh, were the things that they sold, but really what they thought they were buying was the prize but you couldn't say that that's illegal to say that but they had to think that they had to think that they were going to get the top prize all right so you had to say shady shit like you know as you're talking about it, it's like you know if it's a woman it's like you know Linda, you probably look pretty good in that in that diamond and blue topaz pendant right i mean you might have to make your husband take you out to the fancy dinner a lot more regular than right you want them to start saying yes to you and 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 once they start saying yes, it becomes a habit it become they they keep saying yes they're more likely to say yes and when you tell them to go get the checkbook so they can fill out all the shit and you tell them how to fill it out, they go and do it and they say yes it's fucking shady 'cause like you'll and you'll say shit like. Man, I can't, by law, which is true, I can't say that you're going to win that $25,000. I can't say that. I'd lose my job, I would get sued, all this stuff. I could not say that. I can't guarantee that that's going to happen. But do you think the vice president of Boom Incorporated gets on the phone for just anybody?
0: You were claiming to be the vice president?
1: Oh, yeah. I would claim to be whatever. It, whatever it took. Jesus! Yeah. So, I don't know why I'm sharing this. This is like, shows how big of a scumbag I am. I couldn't do it anymore. Because um, I made a dude cry over the phone. And he was fucking nice to me. And like, um, he's from back east, maybe even New Hampshire or something. So I'm like, you know, I was using that, you know, and he's like, oh, I got this fishing spot. I'm like, oh, dude, why the next time I'm up there? You know what I mean? And you know, and he's, yeah, anytime you come up, you, you know what I mean? Like I was su- but he's like, I can't, I know I'm sorry. He's like on the money. And then he's like, my wife just passed away. I don't know. You know what I mean? And, and he starts breaking and I'm like, holy fuck. And uh, I couldn't do I couldn't do it anymore after that. I couldn't, I couldn't sell. I mean, I still tried for a little while, but I couldn't. I couldn't close deals because uh, I couldn't push. If they said no, I was like, okay. You know what I mean? I don't want to fucking make make somebody. You know what I mean? Make somebody cry like that again. You know, especially that dude. He was so fucking nice, sweet older guy. You know. And I just felt like fucking the biggest fucking scumbag in the world. And I, I couldn't do it. Hmm. Like, literally, I'd be like, da, da, da! You sure you don't want to do this? Yeah, no, I don't think so. All right, have a good day. <laughs> it did not last very long. <laughs> oh. you know,
0: yeah, I mean, hey, look. At least something was able to reach you. And pull you out of your, your greed-fueled reverie.
1: <laughs> Dude, I was making bank. I was a fucking baby. I was... 18? 18, 18 years old? Yeah. You know? Paychecks, 500 bucks, 1,000 bucks a week.
0: Jesus Christ! <laughs> that was back in, like,
1: 63! Huh? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there were some that weren't as good, you know, two hundred, three hundred dollar paychecks sometimes, but
0: definitely five hundred thousand. Yeah, but if you're pay weekly, you get it paid weekly, yeah, so four hundred bucks on like a normal paycheck, weekly.
1: Yeah, man. man, it was kind of, it was kind of a fun job at first because, it, the environment, you know what I mean, and and you just kind of like. You get caught up in it all, and they play these games. Hey, the next one to make a sale gets to spin the wheel, and whatever it lands on, that's like how much you get. That's how I won that $20, right? Mm-hmm. I made the sale, boom, $20, right? Um, after you make the sale, it goes to the back room for validation, right? And They, they connect with the delivery people that go to the house to pick up the check, And because um, they have them go right there to pick up the check immediately, so they can fucking get their money, right, then, no, no, you have to go mail it, we're coming to you, don't worry about it, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and so they go and set all that up, well, if, um, it sometimes will fall through, and they'll back out, so they take it, and they bring it back out, and when they do, everybody's like, oh, who said, they call it, uh, I can't remember why, but we used to call it wood, um, Uh, and we, like, so, I would start calling people, like, Lumberjack and shit, because you saw so much wood, right? Because you're basically fucking, uh, you're, you're basically just begging that, like, you weren't supposed to just send anybody back. They were supposed to be a solid sale, right? Not somebody that was just so weak, like... Uh, okay, maybe. Okay, well, I'm gonna just you up to the back, you know, because there were people that would do that and they'd send them back. And as soon as the person in the back would say, "Okay, I just want to verify you understand this and and this is what you want to do," and they'd be like, "Yeah, I don't really think I want," and they would say, "No, fucking talk her into it. That sale is not done. You, that's wood." Because they send, we can send the delivery driver out, and then the people don't give the check to them too. Right. You know what I mean. So they want to make sure that that person is fucking sold on it, and they they commit that. Yeah. So we used to make fun of you know. So so the environment was kind of fun and fucking partying and all that shit. You know, like like before I met your mom, I was like, fuck, it was, you know, um, going to, oh, I was roadieing. For a band that played in all the bars down here, so I was going into underage. I'm going into all these fucking bars, uh, you know, I'm getting to listen to live music and shit all night. Um, it was fucking awesome, man. Like, you know what I mean? That for that, you know, period of time. And yeah.
0: Like, yeah, I mean, it sounds like it was pretty fun to work there.
1: Yeah, I mean, but but I also was kind of like naive or in doubt or like, I don't know, self doubt about it. You know, like it, um, I don't know. We kind of like made, Oh, sold. You know what I mean? Like, like we kind of made fun of making the sale and and being aggressive and and encouraged that. And probably kind of just to try to make ourselves feel better about it, like subconsciously kind of or whatever, you know, but again, it's most of us were all younger people. There were some older people there, and those, God, those people were fucking shady, man. They were shady. We can get into some of those stories in a different
0: episode. <laughs> Yikes! Um, <laughs> Alright, so I don't know what we're going to actually end up titling this episode, because we pitched it as an Ender's Game episode, yeah. and then we jumped into movie production and yeah. say it, Shitty Sales Tactics. So, we we we're gonna bandy about a title I think for this little segment here. Actually, can we section it off like we can on the computer and make it go another hour? Or like, what's up with that? Are we go another hour.
1: I think we can. So I'm gonna try stopping this.
0: Section two, and we're back. Um, yeah, we're still talking. We're still jamming. Uh, we're gonna dig into. I show I'm showing my dad these Ritz crackers. The sour cream and onion, they're toasted chips. Uh, so bomb, so good. Um, uh, made by made by Ritz. They're wholesome. They are at your local grocery. Uh, check them out. Tell them Rob sent you. Get a fifty percent off. Actually, I don't. I, they might. Can we get in trouble for saying that kind of stuff? No, I, I they don't. They don't endorse this. I'm just saying. I like them personally. Uh, <laughs> but there's no monetary gain to be had from going to the store and claiming my name.
1: I guarantee you can go into the store and get them for free. All you gotta do is grab them, ground down your pants, and run.
0: They're loud. I wouldn't guarantee that. You might not get away. Well, then that's on them.
1: If you're so fat that you can't outrun a fucking Walmart security guard, True. I guarantee then you that don't, don't need to be eating those fucking chips anyway. Or maybe you do. Slanderous. Because they're healthy, right? So you make a good product. Proud Look you. <laughs> you fucking going after the corporate fucking dollar. We, we need to monetize.
0: <laughs> if we're going to be making a zombie movie, we can't... I mean... I'm willing to invest, but I'm no producer. <laughs>
1: So this episode, we actually wanted to talk about
0: the are, Ender's Game. Are we doing that? We don't have to. I was—I just wanted to mention that one scene that I like, and then I, I was just like, hey, this could be fun, but I, we can kind of rip about whatever. Oh, I don't mind so I talking, talking about shit.
1: that. I, I was also just, I was saying that just because I wanted to ask if, um, if we were going to uh, play tonight. Play what? The Ender's cast? No, no, no. Um, the new game. The solo game.
0: Oh, Um
1: I didn't know. We don't have to. I just I didn't know if you had planned on it or if we were gonna
0: or. That's why I'm asking if if. We're... I I wasn't planning to. Okay. I'm I'm not 100 percent ready. All
1: right, that's cool.
0: We can go next week though. I'll finalize the absolute first shit.
1: Yeah, no rush. I just want. I just didn't want to Yeah. So
0: what? Uh, I don't know. How much we've really talked about it on the actual podcast. What my dad is referring to right now is our second show. Um,
1: We talked about it on a bunch of the podcasts, but those were all the
0: ones that got lost. Yeah, exactly. I don't remember if we actually published it (laughs) or or if it's all fucking gone. Um, But what we're doing is me and my dad are going to be running an actual play, Dungeons and... For some reason I'm in podcasting. Uh, my dad and I are running a live play, real action, Dungeons & Dragons podcast, solo play, probably always with maybe, not necessarily guest stars, but like um, like featuring these other people that also um, might, as a one or, one or two off scenario, occasionally exist in the world. Yikes, that's a lot of words for saying I'm playing D&D with my dad. What the fuck?
1: And we're recording it.
0: I know. Yes, yeah, so we're recording it. We're publishing it. I thought you were giving me shit for having set up a bunch of shit, dumb shit. Oh well. Anyways, uh, we're recording.
1: No, no, I mean, I was, I was adding to your, the minimum words that you had to say. Yeah, we're recording playing the D and D game. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. So we're recording it. We're going to be publishing it. Um, not as like under this tag, I think probably still as, um, like the head tag. Yeah, it's going to be on our same channel, I think, but just a different show. So it's not going to be called talking about those generations. It's going to be called something else.
1: I need you to remind me to look into how the channel shit works. Because we had talked about this last time. Yeah. But I didn't remember.
0: Okay. We'll we'll try it on your phone afterwards and see if we can do it. We might need to do it on the computer, though. But we might need to do it on the computer, which I didn't bring. Because, no big deal. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. My computer shat, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Which
1: is part of the reason why we lost episodes. We lost two from that. And I think we lost three, maybe four the other night. From is that your sheet?
0: Do you have? Did you print out a sheet for your dude? Oh, no. Do you want to play with a sheet? Well, you can play with your phone if you want. If you don't want to have to deal with another sheet of paper. Um.
1: Yeah, I would play with my phone. But if we're gonna use my phone to record, depending on
0: that's gonna depend on. Right. That's a good point. Do you think you could like borrow Shirley's iPad on Thursdays? I don't think Shirley has an iPad anymore. Really? I'm
1: pretty sure. I haven't seen, like, I think she just uses her phone. I haven't seen her use an iPad. I just,
0: I, I'm i probably, I just. She, had she used to no, have one. She yeah. had them, yeah,
1: yeah. She had them when they
0: were first out, Yeah. yeah so, um, we'll figure something out. But back
1: then, the phones weren't as good as they are. You know what I mean? That's true. Like,
0: you can use my phone to play.
1: Yeah. That'll work. Yeah, I mean,
0: or we can use your phone to record
1: too. I mean, I don't wh- um, whatever.
0: We'll try it out. Yours probably is better. Oh, yeah. I'm up for whatever.
1: All
0: right. Yeah. yeah
1: we'll figure it out. We'll figure it but out. But yeah, I think on the
0: phone would probably be easier.
1: Keep track of all this shit.
0: Sounds good. Um, it's going to be uh, well, if you're interested, you're just check it out. It's going to be pretty cool exploration stuff, fucking this this world. Um, it's going to be set in like a a Late medieval, early Renaissance version of the French Quarter of New Orleans, and um, my father's going to be playing a half frost giant, fire giant, um, storm storm giant, giant. half uh, yeah yeah a yeah. half storm giant blood hunter, yeah. half wait half storm giant half elf, half. Wood Elf? Did we pick that out? I believe it was Wood Elf. Yeah. But Royalty. Yes. Uh, so, it's... There's a whole lot to unpack there. What's his name? Um, oh, fuck. Hold on. Do you want to say it? Because I don't remember. Mario
1: Pellegrini. Yeah. Uh, it kind of sounds like it could be Elvin.
0: Yeah. But, in fact, it's super Italian. Yeah. It Maybe a little racist, so we're sorry.
1: It's not racist. it's a friend of mine. That's his real name. up well, know but And I used to call him that all the time because it sounds so cool. It sounds you so know? elvish. No, I'm not like I'm not saying it as a racist. I'm like it sounds uh, very elegant. Like it's a Latin based uh, language.
0: No, yeah, it's, and yeah, that's it's how romantic. I picture
1: like like the Elven language is kind of like that too. You know what I mean? Very flowy and yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So that's why I kind of I thought it fit well.
0: No, it really rolls off the tongue, I, th- yeah. I think it's gonna work well for like. Uh, Almost like you know a celebrity's name. Like people should like saying a celebrity's name, right? We want people to uh, like your dude. Um, right. So if they like saying Claudio, Claudio Pellegrini, yeah. Mister Pellegrini, you know, however it works out.
1: Yeah, if 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 you want to complain about um, our racism, you can download the Anchor app for free on your cell phone. Good plug. And and what you can do on there through the app is leave us a voice. Message. 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 Not a voicemail, voice message, which means it goes through the app and not your phone, so we don't get your phone number. There's no way for us to track you down, harass you. It's totally. uh, I'm not um, sliding
0: into your DMs? Yeah,
1: it's, you know, I mean, the only information we have is what you give us through the message of what you type out to us. Um, So, you know, yell at us for for, uh, being racist. Or, you know, call us and tell us you understand. That was a joke, kind of. But yikes! Is it a joke if nobody laughs? Dead air. Dead air. <laughs>
0: um, I oh. say
1: it's still a joke. French, it
0: just doesn't make it a good one. French Quarter of New Orleans, by the way. I don't know if I mentioned that. I know you know what French Quarter probably is. I don't know if the general population does. Do I know what the French Quarter of New Orleans is? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's fucking love that fucking. Well, that's what I'm saying. It. Is yeah. like I was. I was trying to like think of a cool like place to put this. And I was like, fuck it, I want to go to New Orleans, dad loves New Orleans, New Orleans already looks and feels kind of like what I want it to look and feel like, so a lot of these buildings I feel like I can just be like, you look like you're in the fucking French Quarter, just picture, picture yourself walking through the French Quarter, and that's yeah. what this place looks like, just with more cobblestone. Yep, yeah. You're fine. You're picturing it exactly right. Lamps, like that painting you have in your living room. Like yep. the tall lamps and the... F- oh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be fun to to play around and, and explore around in that. Yeah. out A little bit.
1: New Orleans is my favorite fucking city. I fucking love it there. I love it. I've never lived there. So I have to say that, right? Because the city does have a lot of fucking issues. A lot of crime and shit like that. A lot of poverty and, and all these things. But... um
0: So living there... Shouts out to (laughs) Hollygrove. I got a lot of people out in (laughs) Hollygrove.
1: Yeah. Hi, Hollygrove. So, you know what I mean? So living there is probably a completely different thing. But, like, when I'm there, like, if I could be rich and live in New Orleans, that would be awesome. Mm -hmm. Like, rich millions, I'm saying, right? Then I can have a fucking loft right in the fucking uh, quarter, you know what I mean, right on Jackson Square or whatever, Listening to the music through my open window. You know what I mean? Drinking coffee in the morning type of type of rich. Yeah. And or have a fucking mansion
0: in the Garden District. I, I love that you said both of those things because I looked at so much imagery from both of those areas. Uh, the, uh, uh, the squ- I know what you said. The square and the fucking district. The Garden District uh, and Joshua Square. Fucking whatever. Jackson Square. Jackson Square, yeah. I looked at both of those things on Google and I was like... Yeah, I'm satisfied with this as a yeah. setting. This is dope. Yeah, Jackson
1: Square is where I got the two paintings that are up above the couch. I'm living. Really?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I've been doing a lot of, like, just aesthetic research as far as, like, looking at pictures, listening to music. Um,
1: Fucking awesome
0: music there. Playing different, like, not different video games, but playing different, like, I literally have been playing the voodoo god from Smite, just to, like, just to hear the background music that's thematically voodoo, and just, like, to hear his accent, like, anything I can to just be like, alright, let's, I I looked up fucking Cajun names, and I, like, I have, like, a list of NPC names of just, like, just random Cajun names that I can throw in there to make it, like, sound like they're from New Orleans, so hopefully it's fun, having never been there, I hope that i'm not just appropriating their culture
1: man i'm so excited because it's fucking my favorite fucking place man the food the people like i meet the nicest fucking people the locals like when i was there before the first time me and arthur met this one lady in uh, a place we're eating and, and we were just like well you know so what's there to do you know as a local what would you recommend this and that and and uh, I think it was around lunchtime or, or dinner time or whatever. And she's like, "Yeah, so we get this and that going tonight." She goes, "Here, take my number, and you know, fucking if you guys if you guys need to call me and you know come down, I'll take you out, or you know I'll give you some ideas of where to go or whatever, right?" Um, people like that all over. Fucking, you know what I mean? Like that. The, there, it's just fucking super cool. That has been my experience, right? Now, I don't go to in Mardi Gras and all that shit, but but I've been there on a fucking weekend on Bourbon Street, and it's fucking packed. Now, there are also a lot of fucking assholes there, right? There are a lot of that, the, and I'm going to say this without meaning to be offensive, but it'll paint the picture. Stereotypical yeah. frat boy, you know? Yeah. So they're fucking drunk, wanting to fight, and that type of shit, and there's a lot of crime there. And there's actually a lot of gang violence there very close to fucking Bourbon Street like you take the wrong fucking turn in like two blocks you're in a bad bad fucking spot right um so there's all that to be concerned about right especially cause you're there it's late at night you're drinking you're walking home you know what I mean the streets are shitty you're bouncing you're looking down the, so you don't fucking roll your ankle yeah. and shit not good it's very very fucking dangerous areas right um Man, I ran through that city a fucking night by myself or just me and Arthur 3 o'clock in the morning running through the fucking French Quarter, running through that gang area. Like, fuck, man. We didn't, like, we didn't care. We were having fun.
0: Yeah, I mean, at least you guys have the benefit of being two big guys. Arthur's not small.
1: No, yeah, he's a big guy. Yeah. Now Arthur can fucking fight, too. He's a tough motherfucker.
0: Yeah, I mean, just even looking at his, his you know the 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 old ist twins the fist and the wrist i like to call them like i wouldn't want to fuck with him at all if i'm if i'm going to if i'm going to fight someone i look at the ist twins i look at the fist i look at the wrist and if i don't want to get hit
1: yeah look at the ears. I'm done.
0: you got cauliflower
1: ears you're going to fucking get it beaten
0: no they got cauliflower ears i mean they've been taking a lot of punches their life no. And they're one step away from the fucking the last concussion <coughs> they'll ever need.
1: No, the cauliflower ears aren't from
0: punches; they're from grappling. Oh well, you know what? I will punch that motherfucker.
1: would not be able to. i be too fast. I'm like, uh,
0: I don't know. I would take my stand up against your ground any day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would take my stand up against your stand up any day, and my stand up sucks compared to my ground.
0: I don't know. If, I don't know if I would take your stand up over my stand up. Oh. It's getting better. So this last week...
1: It was funny because I was training. You got a pattern going, right? Hitting pads with the guy. Bap, 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 bap. Then you go for however long, right? And then you get winded. I take a couple second break and go again. Different combos. And when he stopped, he laughed. He goes, he, was just like, he had like a beat. It was like a song. I'm like, yeah, it kind of sounded like the we will, we will Rock Me, you know. <laughs> ba, ba ba you know. <laughs> you know, but I don't know. There was a couple of extra hits in there. But, um, yeah, so that was fun, right? And so my endurance is getting better, my my rhythm and, and all that. And then we sparred. And I ended up, the last spar session I did was against that kid. He was a fucking, uh, last year he was... Fourth in state for wrestling, fucking big, strong, fucking dude. Plays football now at ASU. He's strong, so we're boxing, right? And then <laughs> at two different points, we both kind of get in close, kind of not clinching, but because we're boxing gloves, but kind of close, clinch close, right. And we're just, whack, 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 like no defense, no Bob weave. we're just both standing in front of each other, swinging right, left, right, left, body hit, you know what I mean, Like fucking you know, all this shit. And then we take a step back, laugh, hit gloves, and then, you know, we did <laughs> it again. And at the last one, the buzzer rang, and it just fucking, so when it ended, we just, you know, went from the, that to like this, just hug, laughing, you know. It's so much fun, you know. <laughs> I fucking love it, man. It's so much fun. That's awesome. And this kid's nineteen years old. Nineteen years old. And I did, you know, okay. And so fuck kick his man. ass? Huh? Just kick his ass? No. But I held my own. I held my own. Yep. So and I'm sure he wasn't going hundred percent. I wasn't going hundred percent, you know what I mean? So and I'm sure like if it went a longer period, right, his endurance would be way better than mine. So I'd get tired faster and then he would just destroy me. You right. know what I mean? But hmm. it's easy to fucking, you know, like be like, nah, I'm pretty good when once you stop to catch your breath. They stop too. You, you know what I mean. If it was a real fight, you stop to catch your breath. They're gonna keep fucking punching you in the head. <laughs> That's a completely different fucking world.
0: I mean, it depends on who you're fighting. If they have a little <laughs> bit of honor, they might like, you know. Yeah, a street fight. Mm.
1: I've seen street fights with honor. Although I've seen UFC fights where the the person keeps putting their hands down or whatever kind of fucking oh, fuck
0: it. What, it Silva that got knocked out like that, yeah. He got knocked the fuck out. Yeah, Yeah. boy, that sucks for him.
1: Right, but then again, do you blame the person for taking the shot? Oh, well, that's a cheap shot. He paid, well, no, it's he not. He fucking did it. But this is a fight for the championship. Right, right? I, if
0: know. it's it's not a cheap shot because like, what am I supposed to do? So like the fights. It's time outsies when he right. puts his hands down and I'm not exactly. supposed to fucking hit him?
1: Exactly. Yeah, there's no time when the belt's on the line. That's too. what I'm
0: saying. Put your, put your face in my face and we're going to have a problem. Alright,
1: before we forget... Yeah. Let's talk about the fucking Ender's game. Okay. And then if we stray off from there, whatever. But I want to make right. sure we get that in. Because I know you wanted to talk about that.
0: All's the All's the fuck I wanted to say... Was my favorite scene in Ender's Shadow was when it's near the end. I think they're on Eros. Is that the name of the astro they're on? When they're yeah, like at command school? I think so. Yeah, they're on Eros. And it's, the t- it's during the same time that Ender's having the dreams where the buggers are trying to be like, Hey, you idiot! You're right. fucking killing us, dude! Come on! How dumb can you be? We're right. literally showing you. And then um, Graf is talking to Bean, and he, Graf, they're just, like, playing, like, almost like a Socratic seminar, where Graf's just kind of, like, asking him these hypotheticals. He's like, so, what would you do if you were in our situation type of thing? And Bean was like, well, da 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 but that only makes sense if this and this and this and this, and that's impossible because of this. Oh, wait! We're fighting the fucking buggers, aren't we? And grabs like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. No, no. I shouldn't have said that. No. Yeah. And then Bean just has to be quiet. Bean is just like, well, I won't fucking say anything because I don't want to fuck anyone up. Like, I don't want to put any pressure, so. Yeah, as a child, a young I think he was the youngest. He, I think at that point he was like 9 or 10. Yeah. He was a child. He was
1: smart enough to know... That and be like, I can't, and take it on, and still do it, knowing what needed to be done. Mm -hmm. And that's why it could be argued that he really was the chosen one.
0: I don't, I don't think so. I think that. Well, I, I don't think so actually. Just based on his own testimony, just because, like later, like when, when I think it kind of comes out that he had the button the whole time, where at any point he could have just boom. I'm in charge, I'm taking over, Ender's too tired, and I'm the backup, Yeah, and people didn't like him for that, but they were like, well, if anyone's gonna do it, it better be you, because you're a fucking robot, so whatever, right, they kind of resented him over it, but once, like, that was kind of common knowledge, they were like, why didn't you ever do that, like, he he didn't know what to do at the end, and Bean was like, neither did I, and I don't think I would have done what he did, like, that's, they made the right decision, because I would have I think I would have lost. I would have I would have tried calculating a victory and there wasn't one and Ender knew that and I think Ender was at that point willing to quit and I don't think Bean I don't think Bean was. I think Bean's too much of a fighter to be willing to quit yeah. and he 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 was like he's like I would have fucking froze. Like I didn't know what to do either. I just I wasn't I think he even says I wasn't trying to remind Ender or give him a hint. He was just trying to make a joke. He, like, he was just like, well, we're, I know this is real and we're not going to win, so let's just fucking... We're still fucking kids, dude. Like, let's just relax. And Ender, being his flavor of genius, turned that into this extrapolated strategy and fucking won the game.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, Ender definitely was genius, too. I mean, just the way he was able to overcome... Um, everybody's walls that they put up. Nobody wanted to like him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. And in the end, they all pretty much all liked him, at least respected him. You know. But all the other kids, pretty much. You know what I mean. He won over fucking all of them, right? Pretty much. I think there was one of them that might have been nice to him at the very first, right? But when he first got to there and everything. I mean, even in the school before he left home. Right, you know, he was always fucking, but he was able to usually do it through, you know, action of like helping somebody or saying, "Look, why don't we just be friends?" But he had in the past, you know, in at, at home and up in the bathroom there, where he's like, "Look, I gotta end this shit now. Mm-hmm. I'm small. <laughs> I it's only me against all these people." If I, even if I win this, I mean, I have to do it again tomorrow or do it against his friend. The only way for this not to fucking happen ever again is for me to fucking win it in such a way that nobody wants to fucking fuck with me because they're be afraid of me.
0: Right? And that's I, I what think he does. He's like actually like a super tragic character. Now, like you put it that way, because like they, he's fucked with his whole life, and honestly, he's at his best when he is exactly at his breaking point. Yep. Like, that's when he's in his fucking key, and so they're, they're his whole life, they're trying to keep him in that fucking little gray zone of his breaking point, and a lot of it's kind of spent ramping up, but then, right when he needs it, he's just like, man, fuck this. Like, you know, whether it was at, at school, and he's like, I'm not trying to fucking get bullied for every fucking day. Like, if I get my monitor out, and I get this is my life, I'm fucking done, dude. I'm done. I don't want to do this. And then he gets to the fucking bathroom, and he's like, I know the teachers know. I know that they're watching this. Like, if you don't care, I don't fucking care. I'm done. And then the fucking, the ships. He's like, you know what? At this point, if there's no rules, right? Then we're fucking, we're done here. This isn't even a fucking test. Yep. Fuck the rules. I'm done. And all those three things were, that's exactly what needed to happen. That's true. That's true. So
1: they kind of could have predicted it based off of that event, right? They could see that pattern. hmm because <laughs> they were still monitoring him. Even if they they said they took it out, right? They they didn't, or they put a different one in, or they were monitoring him a different way.
0: I don't think so, because that's why Graf went to the house. Because with the monitor in, um, th- like they they knew everything, like they could feel him and shit. But then when th- with that out, they had no idea what he was thinking anymore. They didn't have access to that, and they needed to know. What his thought process was in that situation that he'd never been in before. So Graf came out and he was like, "Why'd you do it, man?" And but when they, he coaxed it out of him, the real reason he was like, "That's what we needed to know." But they were watching him. They were watch. Oh yeah, yeah. They were, right. they were yeah. watching him, but yeah. they, he didn't have. Like the, yeah, they yeah. didn't
1: have all the. Yeah, they weren't linked yeah. into him.
0: Just, yeah, yeah. yeah, the specific universe terminology monitoring is like he didn't have his monitor in. So yeah, yeah. They were just like surveilling him. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they also let it happen.
1: Even if it meant him getting beat up or hurt, yeah they had they had to be willing to let him know he is on his own. nobody's going to save him, right he has to save what himself. can
0: what can you do
1: yeah and so and that's what they trained, and he showed it each time, right, like you said, when he was at his absolute breaking point when the worst was happening, that's mm. when he stepped up, yeah, yeah, such an interesting. Uh, Storyline, you know? yeah, it's, it's and like you said, tragic. And then the, you know when he can, it continues on, the Speaker of the Dead and all those becomes tra- tragic too. You know what I mean? Kind of living forever, traveling around, like
0: yeah, it turns so, into like this yeah. martyrdom type of arc, yeah, epic story tale thing. Yeah, Peter's arc was interesting. Peter's arc in both storylines was interesting because yeah. he had his own arc in Ender's future and his real future on earth, yeah, which I liked both of those yeah arguably I liked the one in Ender's game more where he's um like with well, the first time that Jane figures out how to take them outside and the the i, I was. The, 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 the outside souls are just like producing shit and they make the cure but then enders our splits into young valentine and new peter and then for like part of the book his soul is supporting the three bodies and like they're fading in and out between like which one his innermost soul like subconsciously feels is most important
1: I don't fucking remember any of that part. Yeah,
0: so the whole time Peter's, oh, you remember Peter being in like the Speaker for the Dead and Xenocide and like those his books, right? Like the Ender books.
1: Yeah, he um. Well, that's how Ender became Speaker of the Dead. Is Peter or no? Did did he become Speaker of the Dead, and then Peter asked him to be, or Peter asked him to speak for him, and that's how he became it. I can't remember.
0: <laughs> I think Peter deduced. That Ender was the speaker for the dead after he published uh, the Hive Queen, and then he asked for the same treatment, and so the Hive Queen and the Hegemon became like the Bible. And then as he's time skipping, it found this movement. More people, right? Right. That's right. That's right. I remember. But then, like way later, Ender spawns Peter, like back from like his his like understanding of his essence. So he, like, it's basically like... What book is that in? That, I think, is in Z- Xenocide. It's either in Xenocide or Children of the Mind. But I think it happens towards the end of Xenocide. It does. It does happen towards the end of Xenocide. Because that, Is
1: that when they're back on Earth and they're, the countries are trying
0: to breed the no, kids no, no, to no.
1: win the war? That's, like that's the war.
0: Bean's future. Okay. So after the, after the war is won, Bean goes onto Earth. And it's all that, the geopolitical stuff, and I loved that. I loved yeah. that series. It was I remember played. you
1: liked all that. It was yeah. so good.
0: Um, and then Enders was, I didn't like that one until I was older, and I didn't really appreciate it. The The younger the younger one, I think, is definitely for the bean crowd. But Enders, uh, when they, they're sending the ship to destroy where the Pequenian, Pequeninos live on Lusitania. Yeah, yeah. And Ender decides to stay there yeah. because he's contaminated and all that shit, anyways. And he's like, "Well, I'm fucking, I'm done. I'm done time skipping." Like, yeah. Well, we're, he's, we're he's, all gonna die here together. Because he's falling in love with that lady. He's he's, he's married. The hive queen the, the hive queen's here. The hedge the piggies are here. Everyone he loved basically is here. Val yeah. even comes out. Uh, so he's like, "I'm done. Like, I'm, I'm I'm just gonna die." And then they figure out they were trying to figure out a way to like disperse everyone. Like, way beyond. Like, be faster than light travel. And they knew that Jane could... The, the computer program could, like, suck people out of the universe... And then put them back into the universe wherever she wanted, instantaneously. And so it's, the first time they figured out how to do that... It was the scientist that had the genetic structure for the cure in her mind... But she couldn't get it to work in her lab. She couldn't make it. But she knew how to build it. And then Enderwin, for some reason and um Miro went Miro the um the paralyzed dude the scientist that was like a super genius but then he tried jumping the wall Till like, I think he tried to like warn the piggies about something and he got fucking shocked by the electric fence right. until he was crippled he went and when they went outside he made himself his old body and his soul jumped into it the scientist made the cure and like filled like a vial with cure shit and then Ender made two bodies. And they weren't his. They were Valentines as a, uh, not a child, as like a, a, a young adult. And Peter as a young, a young adult. But it was. See, I don't remember that part. It was really interesting because it was those two people, as Ender understood they would grow up to be, from Ender's like child point of view. So Valentine is like 20 and just like the kindest, sweetest, most innocent soul you could possibly meet. And just, like, she's pure altruism, and, like, that's her essence. Uh, and then Peter is a is vile, visual. dark piece yeah. of shit. Yeah. yeah and he's like, everything he says is just venomous and mean and yeah. just brutal. And he hates it. He hates himself. Uh, like, you think when it's from Ender's point of view that he likes doing it and he's just a shit. But when the story is told from his point of view and is telling his shit, you know he hates himself for it. Right. And he fucking, like, summons someone else's will to dominate his like own insecurities and like become like this perfect version of all three of them like what like each of them lacked and then peter becomes like the ultimate wigan and then just lives the life that andrew wigan should have lived had like had he not been fucked with like he he was just like you know what i'm just peter i'm going to marry this chinese chick and i don't even need power man like i'm not even going to try to rule the fucking galaxy I'm just chill, like I don't have any craziness anymore.
1: Yeah, I kind of vaguely remember that stuff. Yeah, yeah, it took a minute. It's been a long time since
0: I've read those those books. Oh, it's my favorite series. Yeah. It's so, good. Who, how did you
1: find out about those? Who told you about
0: those? Um, I did them at the library. No, it was me. I know. Actually, you didn't tell me about them. I just picked them up off the shelf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But you did You did own the book. Thereby yeah. lending me access to it. Good books, good books. Super good books. Actually, I didn't I like it when I... Lec- I think
1: John Lacuna is the one that told me about those. Really? I think
0: so. I uh, I didn't like it when I first read it. That actually makes sense. Is, is he
1: Mormon? I don't think so.
0: Oh. Never mind. Um... Uh, <laughs> I didn't like it when I first read them, because it was a little bit confusing. I think I tried reading it when I was in, like, first grade, and I was like, I didn't understand what a bugger was, because it just kind of, like, it kind of just jumps in, and it kind of just lets you piece out what it's talking about over the first, like, ten chapters. Right. And so, like, for chapter one, like, Peter puts on this mask, and then it's told from a different child's perspective that's about my age, but way fucking smarter than me, And he understands the world completely differently than I did, and he was also playing pretend in a game, and so the terminology was going back and forth between, like, this genius understanding and literally telling me that Peter was a bugger and was an alien, and I was too young to be, like, to be able to separate the two narratives, and I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why is his brother an alien? Like... (laughs) Why like what happened at school? What happened in the nurse's office? What the fuck is going on? Yeah. But yeah, it's a good story. Yeah. I went back a couple years later and I was all over it.
1: Yeah, it's a good
0: good series. If
1: uh I go I guess we should have probably spoiled spoiler or Lord did that. But I mean they've been out for fucking When they in the seventies is when the first ones came out. It
0: came out fucking fifty years ago. They fucking the movie's been out for five or six years. More than that, right? No, I think it came out in twenty fourteen. No way. Twenty twelve. Second two thousand eight. No fucking way. I think I was living in Flagstaff when I saw the the ad for it. But let me let me see Ender's Game movie. That could have just been a flashback that you had. 2013. Yeah, you were way off. It was a year off. (laughs) Yeah, not as close as me. 92% liked the movie, uh, according to Google. 61% on Rotten Tomatoes. Two out of four from Roger, my man. I didn't like the movie, actually.
1: Yeah, I mean, I liked the movie for what it was, but I didn't like the movie for Ender's Game.
0: Game. I almost didn't even... I mean, I guess the movie was honestly. I'll I'll say it. I didn't even like the movie for what it was. Ooh. It it visually didn't appeal to me. Um, I thought it like I don't think it's gonna age well. Personally, I think in probably ten years, people are gonna look at it and be like, "Jesus Christ, what? That's a 2013 movie." Um, I don't
1: know if if it will take ten years. They might do
0: that now. Yeah, it just. I don't. It, I, yeah, I didn't think it looked good when I fucking saw it. Um. I think a lot of the acting was weird, and the fucking, because they butchered a perfectly valid plot, some of the movies just like, 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 it's just like, plot elements are just kind of like bent, and it's just like, alright, I don't really feel the motivation for that character move, but I understand you got a plot to maintain.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, usually, the movie's gonna fucking be worse than the book. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's uh, the book. You have more time to write it, and, and then plus you're picturing it in your head based off the words, and, and you might picture it a little different than me. And you know what I mean. Where it, it, then you go see a movie, and it, the movie can only do what they can do. Right in your head, your imagination's kind of the limit, and the movie, well, physics is the limit. You know? Yeah. So it's,
0: you know what, I I. I agree for damn near everything except I I might get hate from uh, I know we got I know we got a big, pretty big audience out there and most of you are probably Harry Potter fans. I think the movies were better than the books. I never saw the movies. Did you read the books? Nope. I read the books and I saw the movies. I read all the books and I liked them. I, I might
1: I might be the only person on the planet. No. That I have not read. No. Or seen
0: the movie. No, there's plenty of people. There's they have like an aversion to it. But uh, I started... I think that was the first real book I read. That was, like, the first real book I read was Harry Potter. Like,
1: I don't have an aversion to sorcery or magics or none of that shit. Just Harry
0: Potter. Like, it probably doesn't interest you because it's...
1: Yeah, it just... Yeah. I don't know. I just see it. I'm kind of like, yeah. You know, it just doesn't.
0: Yeah. 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 That's how I feel about fucking The Kid Who Would Be King. That new little King Arthur movie that's coming out. I'm like... Yeah. It looks like... It looks like it's a fucking... ABC Family movie, but yeah. somehow it's getting released in theaters. I was like, "What the fuck is this?"
1: What's the fucking target audience for that
0: movie? Uh, it, honestly, it's probably like it's kids. It, it's I mean, it's children. But what age group? Uh, boys, I guess. Yeah, it's probably boys like five to thirteen
1: think thirteen, even that old. I, just, I
0: think five to thirteen is the range. Yeah. Like w- in marketing. I I don't know enough about marketing, but I think it's like I think it's like basically zero to four, five to thirteen, uh thirteen to eighteen,
1: eighteen
0: to twenty five, twenty five to forty? Uh, twenty five to like thirty four I think, right? I think twenty five to forty is one. I I I like I said I don't know. You're just as likely to be right than me. I fucking I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. I you yeah
1: yeah. I um, Your guess is as good as mine. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm only a VP in marketing at yeah, the world-renowned Dale and Dale Marketing. Marketing and Sons. <laughs> marketing and Sons. <laughs> um, so since we're talking about books and movies, because we were talking about the movie version, I'm going to ask you a question, mm-hmm. and then probably go on a rant, but this is a great fucking time for some fucking feedback from the listeners, right? This would be a great voice message. How do you voice message us? Tell us, Rob. What do I got to do if I want to leave a voice message?
0: Right. What you do first, you download the free Anchor app on your Android, on the Google Play Store, or in the on your iPhone in the iTunes Store. Your, your local iTunes shop. The App Store. Okay. Is that what it's called still? App Store? I don't know. It's the fucking
1: store where you download your fucking app.
0: I always do this. I don't it's- know why I just throw so many extra words <laughs> in when I have to say something specific. It's like,
1: if I own an iPhone, which I do, I, I don't even fucking know the name of the app. I just know the button. I click on the button.
0: All right. You know yeah, I mean? so we're, we're on Google Play and we're well, not we. Okay, download Anchor. Fucking subscribe to us. So you know that when, when we drop an episode, we don't have to, you know, there's no playing around. <laughs> You're going to be able to watch it right away. And then you just hit the button, I think, that says leave a voice message? Yeah, I
1: think so. And, and then, I,
0: I've never done it, honestly. You'll, you'll I've just, never even entertained the possibility of me, myself, You should actually it. Do, it to, to I'm gonna to, do it. I'm going to do it right now.
1: So then you can explain better how to do All it. All right,
0: so you open up the Anchor app. We're assuming with this tutorial, you've already downloaded the Anchor app. If you haven't downloaded the Anchor app, pause the tutorial now and go download the Anchor app. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. Well, welcome back. <laughs> welcome back. back. <laughs> Thank you for downloading the Anchor app. Uh, go to your listen. There's a little tab on the bottom that says listen. And then you're going to want to – oh, yes. You're going to want to tap on Talk About Those Generations or search it, Talking About Those Generations. Tap the message button. Uh, allow uh, yes, allow us to the record audio. The names to be changed. <laughs> what? The names seem to be changed. What for message or?
1: No, our our name of the podcast. I'm talking about those generations.
0: There's no way. I'm I'm trying to leave a voice message here. Uh, you can add flags. Boom! I just added a flag. I don't know what that means. Add background music. You can do all kinds of stuff. This is actually really fun. I'm gonna play with it later. What's this segment called? Ballin'. There we go. It's that easy. It took me fucking five seconds. Boom. And that's Do it, dude! I know you're out there. Like, I can see you guys listening. The app's free.
1: Dirty! Well, there's no way, like, we don't get their number or none of that shit. So oh, no, yeah.
0: I, I It just opens up my mic so I can talk into it. Uh, and it's no big deal.
1: Yeah. And then we can interact, or if you have questions or whatever. So. Yeah, you've
0: heard me and you know about how I feel about my fucking rights. You know I'm not gonna treat them like a like they're loose I want them right tucked up against me
1: so this is the topic that we want to discuss in and in t- so if somebody can explain it to me and if somebody can j- justify it to me those would be two perfect uh, reasons to reach out to us through the voice message um, which Rob so elegantly walked through how to do no excuses everyone knows how to do it now everybody knows Not me, I was taking a nap during that time But I can always Listen to the podcast again That sounded
0: like a fucking excuse (laughs) (laughs) What did I just say
1: So You're at the movie theater The movie ends Do you clap Okay Because if you clap What the fuck Right, Why are you clapping? Pretty biased. Why are you clapping? Why are you clapping? The director's not there. The actors aren't there. The fucking producers aren't there. The hookers that were on the lot weren't there. The caterers aren't.
0: The hooker, let's be honest. The hookers are still there. <laughs> the hookers are still. Where are they gone?
1: But nobody's there. You're clapping to a fucking movie screen. There's not even a guy running the projector anymore It's all automated You're basically What you're doing is You're clapping to the other people In the movie theater with you You're Hey Hey I'm
0: clapping for having a shared Fucking viewing experience Honestly That's, that's the only reason you go to the movies anymore Anyways you, you If you go to the movies And you aren't going For camaraderie um, Get out of Dodge What? I get don't go Dodge. for
1: camaraderie I go because, one, I get to see the movie right away. Two, it's on a big screen. Three, the sound system's
0: going to be decent. Download it, get a better TV, get a sound system. Look, man,
1: not all of us are fucking high-powered bankers making bank. I'll,
0: I'll have you know that I'm not a banker. I'm, in fact, I am a member of management.
1: <laughs> He's a porn star.
0: I don't have to sell any more money.
1: <laughs> So I would really like to get a consensus on what's up. Like, like, yes do Do you clap? No, I don't clap. Uh, what do you? And then what do you think of it? Why? Why don't you clap? Why do you clap? What are you clapping to? Are you clapping to yourself? Like, I could see if the movie sucked and you were like, "Hey, man." You made it to the end too. Good job. You got your money's worth of that shitty movie. Maybe that would make sense but it seems like you're clapping out of appreciation of the movie. But in appreciation to
0: whom? Um, I think it's almost like a, a a learned laughter response where they're not clapping to praise the cast and the director. They're just clapping because they liked it.
1: That's fucking weird.
0: Yeah, I know. And it might not be true. Maybe I'm just wrong, but I think it's just like a wow, that was good. Like wow, holy crap! They're they're just clapping because they're like excited. People clap when they see each other. Like but, like sometimes if you haven't seen someone in a long time and you're really excited, you just people clap. Like yeah, I get that. I get
1: and I get that response, and that makes sense when you haven't seen your mother in 20 years, and you know, and then you, all of a sudden you see her, and and you find out she's fucking super rich. That's fucking, yeah, i get excited, i clap, maybe clap, like a golf clap, maybe. I don't know. That would, but don't I, do that. That's not like that.
0: <laughs> that's not a good visual. I, um, think, I think it was just like, it looked like it was scaring you a little bit, like, I don't know what the dance was. Like, I'm slapping myself. Right? Um,
1: okay, I don't know why, but that reminded me of Eric, because he used to do the- You know 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 what, I
0: was just fucking thinking, like, I I did it over to here, and I was like, what is this? Where have I seen this before? (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: You would, like, do, like, the the circle like this, yeah. Yeah,
1: it fucking totally reminded me of Eric. Um- his wife's pregnant again I mean, there. I saw that. That's dope. How fucking awesome is yeah. that, man? That's so cool. Eric, congratulations. Stephanie, congratulations. We, we know you're listening. Avery, congratulations. You're going to be a big sister. Mm-hmm. So cool. Uh, so I don't happy. think Avery
0: listens. I don't think Avery should be listening.
1: No, she's too young, but I'm going to give her a shout out so when she gets
0: older, she can listen back. For posterity. Yeah, yeah. Archived. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it'll be a classic
1: for sure. You know, we'll be playing on Nickelodeon and shit.
0: They seem pretty high tech. They're probably download it and just like put like a DVD on the shelf mm-hmm. is that like, no they'll have like a crystal yeah Yeah. The they'll have a USB port it's just like that episode yeah boom Avery shout out oh, talk about those generations put it
1: in their baby book I'm sure they got a baby book right which goes into toddlers and stuff you know what I mean so oh.
0: <laughs> you know what I want I want a room in my house like I think what I want is a study I keep going back to wanting a study I want a house in my room I want a room in my house that's, like, the Jedi Archives, where it's just, like, it's a couple desks. I want maybe, like, two or three desks in here, um, like, just tables, and then fucking 12 bookshelves. Why do
1: you need three desks? How many people are going to be in there?
0: Probably probably only ever me, but I want a lot of surface so that I can leave books open. Because like I don't want to have to close pages. I don't have to close books. I want to be able to leave books open in the pages that I want them on. And I want to be able to do that to a lot of books. How how are you gonna light this room? From the ceiling, really? electrically.
1: Uh, no, that's a, not a good way to go.
0: Mm-mm. I'm thinking it's gonna be. Um, are you gonna have a globe? I'm gonna have at least one globe. Is it um, gonna open up into a little bar? Oh no! <laughs> but it might like. It might be the key where you spit it and like one of the bookshelves sinks down into a staircase. <laughs> um, but, um, Fucking bat cave. right? I'm thinking I'm gonna have like normal lighting for like research and like when it's a study, um, like the like the really phosphor like kind of like that, so like super bright. Mm. And then when I'm it's when it's to show off, I shut that off and I turn on like the mood lighting, and then it's like lit from a bunch of like lamps and stuff around the place, and it's just like that orange glow. Yeah Where it's just like Oh yeah Theodore Roosevelt Would smoke a cigar in here For sure Are you gonna smoke cigars in there? No No smoking in the study Not even pot See I I have a lot of important and Expensive books in there So Absolutely no smoke Not even vaping I don't give a fuck Well if you're gonna have
1: Important expensive books Then you probably have to get Special lighting To keep them protected
0: You're right You're right Uh, I'll have a vault For my expensive books yeah, for the expensive ones, keep
1: them in a. Or I mean, it can be in the same thing, but covered in a different, you know, whatever. But like, I'll have like, like the fucking Constitution where, or the Bill of Rights and shit, where they can pull it down inside. You can do that, you have it all covered <laughs> up, and they sh- can't do that. Yes, they can. They can't do that. Yes, they can.
0: No, they can't. It's not. It's not fucking national treasury.
1: No, I saw the fucking documentary on it. They can fucking really have it, pull it down inside, and they have um. I think they have a replica one or something they put out there sometime when they're working on it and shit.
0: They have the replica one out there all the time because it's not the fucking real Constitution. I don't think that's true. It's not the real Constitution. Where is the real Constitution? It's, it's probably fucking... It was used as shit paper 300 years ago. Like, I don't know if it was used as shit paper... I mean, maybe not as shit paper, but it might have been used as, like, some sort of bedding material. It might have gone up in flames. It might have been caught up in flames during the War of 1812, like, 30 years after it was written. Dude, the War of
1: 1812 is fake news. It never happened. It's propaganda. Um, I'm not,
0: I'm not against, I'm not against forgetting about the War of 1812. I wish it never happened. Um... I mean, that was one of the worst wars I think the world's probably ever seen. But, does it fit my narrative in providing a perfectly plausible excuse for the Constitution to have been destroyed? Yes. When you say the
1: worst war the world has ever seen... One of them. What
0: basis are you
1: holding that? Under, just what, one.
0: Just one metric. Horror. Yeah. Horror. Horror? Horror. Horrors? Horror. More so than the uh, Holocaust? The Holocaust wasn't a war.
1: It was associated with the war.
0: Yeah. Right? I, I mean, mean, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, guess, okay, I guess you're right. It was... Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not saying know. the War of 1812 is worse than World War II. I'm just saying the War of 1812 is one of the worst wars to have ever... I mean, that's honestly not even true. The War of eighteen twelve wasn't that bad. Well, that's what I was asking. I was, I was, I was asking. just talking shit. I was just okay. talking shit.
1: Fuck! I should have called bullshit because I thought it was bullshit, and that's why I kind of sort of called you on it. But
0: I was afraid to owe you a picture because I think I can we call can we call bullshit if we're bullshitting an opinion? I thought we could only call bullshit if it, we were stating a fact as false fake news. Oh, that's true. That's true. Because then if, if, you, if you were to call bullshit, then to my grave, I would have fought. <laughs> the War of 1812 was top five wars of all time. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> yeah. I would have never let that go. Sliding. Found drop something, I can't leave it. <laughs> I think the Independence
1: Day War, where they blew up the White House, was still probably the top three. What are you talking about? The UFO blew up the
0: White House. Oh. I I thought you were like, I'm like, that's probably the fucking war of 1812 where they burned down the White House. (laughs) Yeah, the aliens. (laughs) Fucking,
1: how how do they think they could fucking make that movie without Will Smith?
0: What do you mean? It was a smash hit. What? John Boyega? I never saw it. He carried them into... Oh, oh. You didn't see it? Nope. It must have, it must have uh, not done too hot then. That's what I'm if saying. I didn't, didn't, I didn't know you didn't go see it.
1: I'm going to give you my official fucking movie review of it. It was fucking stupid. <laughs> it was The whole movie's about Will Smith.
0: It was fucking stupid. It didn't have Will Smith. <laughs> um, yeah, that was pretty bold. I think, it, I think it was mature of them to depart from that. And I think it was also mature of him to depart from that. Um, I think I would have liked to see him do Independence Day instead of fucking Bad Boys 3. Well,
1: and I'm saying, he didn't have to be the lead fucking role, but he could have been a supporting character. Mentor. Could have been a commander, uh, you know what I mean, like in general. The president?
0: A cameo as the president? Are you serious? <laughs> Something. Are you serious?
1: I mean, First you, gotta president?
0: Think, you gotta think that if you fucking save the world, I mean, like Eisenhower won, Eisenhower took credit for winning World War II. And he won the presidency. Off of that fact alone. Yeah. You think if you saved the world, you're not going to be fucking Earth Pharaoh for life? Well, the president
1: was getting credit for saving the world, too. so That's how he won his second term.
0: See, that's what I'm talking about, is a lot of times credit goes to someone that didn't necessarily fucking do this shit. He was in
1: the plane, flying the plane, launching missiles oh, and shit. Oh, please.
0: Oh, okay. I actually, I forgot that. I forgot that. The president <laughs> actually did suit up and fucking yeah. fight. I forgot it was a propaganda film. Um, It was a propaganda film. Yeah. I forgot all about all that. All films are propaganda films. I know. But, like, Independence Day was, like, it was, like rubbing, moment. there was like, there was ball sweat just like dripping down my face, and I was just sitting there letting it happen.
1: <laughs> but it's still, like, I still like him though, is that bad?
0: I uh, I don't know, I think as, I think as long as you can view it critically and objectively and, you know, you don't walk out, like, I just, I feel like I like to give people credit, but I feel like you know, when the summer blockbuster comes out, there's a lot of people coming out of those movies and they're just like, yeah, fuck Russia. Cool. Like, I just saw, you know, John McClane or whatever fucking uh, John Rambo or whoever fucking Bruce Willis is and Die Hard, what's his name? Uh, Doesn't he just fuck up Russians for four movies?
1: It's not just Russians, there were Germans in Germans, there. yeah. A bunch uh, of
0: bad guys. I can't
1: remember who the other ones were.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah but yeah. And now, like, it's just, like, I think it's convenient and it's, like, not very subtle that the past couple of years, like, I think it was, um... You yeah, know, it's considered a Christmas movie by a lot of people. Whitehouse. Yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, it's also a dungeon crawl. The first Die Hard's a dungeon crawl. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah. Um, I was watching a YouTube video. I, was, I, I actually, I want to watch the Die Hard movie now just so I can be like, this is a fucking dungeon crawl. <laughs> um, actually, I watch a lot of movies now thinking, like... This is just a fucking cool D&D party. Mm. Like, that's just a really good deception roll. Oh, yep, you passed that fucking... And, like, I'm actually starting to think of it in terms of, like, 5th edition, instead of, like, oh, like, that's a bluff check, look, like, cause, like, fuck it, like, I'm Ew. playing this shit, like, a couple times a week. Right? Uh, yeah. Alright, um, probably gonna call this little sesh here, um, we got a couple minutes left on the hour...
1: Yeah. You want to tell them how to get all of us again, just in case?
0: Leave us a fucking voice message. Or stop listening. I don't give a fuck. Pick one. Pick one. That's my line in the sand. Actually, I mean, we, we appreciate you guys listening, but seriously.
1: Wow. You fucking backed up your line in the sand faster than Obama did. Oh, here's the Ooh. thing. Here's the thing, like redrawn that. That's why I put it in the sand. If it was permanent, I would have fucking spray painted it on concrete or right, something. Lay down a foundation. Like, yeah, yeah. No, it was in the sand because it's easy to wipe it and do another line.
0: Right. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I'm not trying to necessarily. I mean, I'm just saying, and I, I think at this point, I think I've said it probably too much, and it sounds a little bit desperate, but like, please. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sure. No, that's it. That's at all. That was fucking spot
0: on. <laughs> I mean, again, we, we can <coughs> literally see you guys tuning oh. in and listening, and we that appreciate fucking,
1: that. That crying, please, gave me flashbacks of my sex life for my whole life. I, that's my that's my whole life.
0: All right, I'm ever gonna, since I'm I was, gonna fucking call this, since since this? A Young lad, <laughs> oh WordPress shit!
1: X? Hey, no, let's delete all this. My wife listens to this. She's gonna get mad at me. And she's gonna choke me out. She thinks she knows jujitsu.
0: Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, that, that sounds like it's going to be four minutes and four days once this, <laughs> once, she catch, once she catches up on all these episodes.
1: Yeah. Well, it's, it's going to be easy for her to catch up. We keep fucking deleting our episodes.
0: I know. Actually, yeah, we have a fucking... We're falling way behind. Yeah. But, I mean, at least we're back somewhat on track. With, oh, hey. on Thursday.
1: Leave us a voice message on um, if we should fucking uh, do a discussion on the Death Star.
0: Oh yeah, we could talk about um, we could talk about the Death Star. We could talk about the fact that who
1: is the good guy, who is the bad guy.
0: Yes, if, yeah. If you guys have seen Clerks, we're gonna do that, but we're actually gonna do it better because both of us are experts on every topic that those guys mention. and that was intentionally written as a farcical satire on intelligent debate.
1: Although the movie Clerks is a really entertaining movie, I, I love that movie so much. <laughs> I, lo- I love Clerks. <laughs>
0: Clerks Two is not so hot, but I really like. Kevin them. Smith
1: is fucking genius. Hell love a Yeah. <laughs> all right, so I guess we, we're
0: out. We're out. Have a good night. Have a good time. Goodbye. Have a wonderful time. Ciao. I gotta I gotta do this. Ciao. X. Ciao. X. X. That's not gonna delete it, right? It just stops recording. No. Yeah. I'm paranoid now after yeah. all our fucking I'll issues.
1: We're gonna fucking yeah stop.